Hey everyone, welcome to the Basically Bookish podcast. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. And we're going to be chatting all things bookish. This is episode 41 of the Basically Bookish podcast. And today we are going to be talking about our books. Basically, I don't know. What did we say? I'm like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> basically basically bookish olympics. olympics so we're off to a great start stumbling over the intro but you get what you get we, we are not olympic speakers <laughs> not we're not announcers today is especially hard to say the words and think the words and have thoughts so i'm so anxious to see how this episode turns out because <laughs> you might just need to apologize in advance it's scary. Okay. Uh, basically, Abby and I have racked our brains, which we just talked about how well that went, um, to come up with some bookish examples that pair with um, some of the Olympic sports, just because we thought it would be kind of a fun little tie into the Olympics, because we're both kind of obsessed right now. Yeah glued to our TVs watching all the sports that I couldn't care less about any other time of the year but the Olympics come on and suddenly I'm a like volleyball authority person that knows exactly what I'm talking about. That's what I said last night it's so funny how we're all um, experts and critics as soon as the Olympics come on and we know all the things about all the sports so We we do. Oh, they 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 totally didn't straighten for that <laughs> deduction. That's totally only going to be a three point five, not a four point five. Yeah, yeah. She, like she we have totally any idea what we're talking about. That landing, she stepped <laughs> out. All the things gets real. Okay, so what do you want to start with? I don't know. We should just just willy nilly pick a sport and. <laughs> okay, um, soccer. Soccer. We surprisingly there aren't as many soccer player books as you would think. Also, disclaimer: this is like what we thought up just on the fly. <laughs> this is not an exhaustive. We're not thing. saying there aren't any more. We're not saying that if we thought for like any amount of time longer we couldn't have come up with more so I'm positive that you'll be like no there's tons of books about soccer and like message us with like titles which is fine I just want you to know that like we're not saying these are the only books we're saying these are the only ones we could think of okay (laughs) give us a break so so the first one we thought of, like, instantly that came to mind was obviously With You Here by Sarah Monzon, because the guy is, like, a professional soccer player. I don't think he was, was he an Olympian, or was he just a professional? I long, but he was the real deal. Whatever he was, he was he, the real deal. He was legit. And he was, like, uber attractive, I think, as well. He was. He was super cute. And he was good with the kids, which was just, like, a, a scene on top. So he was definitely, like, book boyfriend material because he was professional athlete in shape takes care of children and a nice human being albeit he was famous 
and she didn't trust him. I think <laughs> that's what I took away from it. She didn't trust him because yeah. he was famous, maybe? Yeah, I don't think, I think that was it. Like, she had issues with his fame. Yeah. And his reputation or whatever. Yeah. He was, think. he was like a bad boy soccer player <laughs> because the media tried to hype it up or something. So yeah, Some nonsense um, like I liked the contemporary of that book a lot. I really yeah, the contemporary was really good. Like I was sucked into the contemporary of that story. Like I kind of wanted to just like skip over the historical and get back to the contemporary. The historical was hard for me because I think it was medieval or something before medieval. Yeah, it was like caveman days or something. I don't know. It was definitely early, early history time period. I can't remember. If it, I think it might have been medieval or Renaissance. But did the medieval or Renaissance come first? I couldn't tell you. Whatever's before medieval, it might have been that. <laughs> it, it was, was like old. only a few hundred BC. Yeah. So it was definitely a little easier for me to dive into the contemporary, but the soccer was a big aspect of it. Um, the girl, she was all right. She was good, but he was really great. So yeah, if you're looking for a book that features soccer because you're just crazy about Olympic soccer, pick up the ceremonies on with you here. And it is like the last book in the series, but they're all like so standalone. It's not even funny. Like they're siblings, but they're all in like different states. So there's barely any overlap. I'm like, especially so. that one, because wasn't she the youngest and she wasn't in yeah, a lot of the other country <laughs> yeah so definitely easy to read standalone all right um diving i mean this is kind of a given this was such a no-brainer it's not the same type of diving so don't have it wasn't Olympic diving but, but this is our podcast and we bend the rules when we want to um the well the whole really the whole dive team investigation series from Lynn Blackburn. Yeah. So much diving. So much. I feel like her diving was even cooler because it was like they were like saving lives and investigating things. So yeah, I'm like retrieving bodies. Yeah. It's much better than just flipping yourself around and landing in a pool of water. But I, I'm not saying that they couldn't do it if they put their mind to it. With all that scuba gear on, that'd be an interesting sight. <laughs> Just like imagining, <laughs> like, full bulked up scuba gear flipping through the air and then their toes weren't pointed. And they're a team, so I'm expecting them to be synchronized. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Just like imagining them, like, diving in synchronized and then going into synchronized swimming with their like flippers up in the air (laughs) so those books are all really great I liked I loved them all the team aspect of that series is really where the magic is and she's really good at kind of the suspense and the pacing and stuff like that in my opinion um I would I I do always recommend that series to anyone who hasn't read her that loves suspense it's great yeah some of the best suspense like especially for like the day like those were her debut novel and it was like the suspense is such a hard genre to crack and like 
it can like it's hard to do super well but I feel like she did like we really liked that series yeah it was top notch and her current series has some pop-ins from the characters of the dive team series which is always fun and I'll be honest those were my favorite parts of that book (laughs) I love them so much she could have gone on forever and I would have been fine yeah just add they to were the yeah <laughs> just keep bringing in new members all right but they have to like work uh archery what you got i blanked for a second i was like well, archery <laughs> we did the huntress of thornbeck forest which was like a robin hood spin type yeah. book why that- right I believe it is YA, yeah. I think all Melanie Dickerson's are like classified as YA. It didn't so. feel like YA, but yeah, but it like falls under that because I mean, it's set back in like historical time where like seventeen was a full blown adult. True. Versus, <laughs> so it's like the the characters are in the age of YA, but also like living the adult life. This might have been close to the only book I've read of this time period. I may have read like one or two more, but it's just not something that I love. And so um, I think the Robin Hood aspect of it made it a little more palatable for me. And I did enjoy the book, but I'm also not with like fairy tale type, you know, story retellings. So it had a lot to overcome, but I did remember enjoying the story. And there was a lot of arrows and bows. <laughs> I'm like, it's been a long time since I've read that one, but I do remember it being one of my like favorite of hers. Was she like and hunting for food for poor people or something? I feel like she was. I feel like she had like kids that she was like taking care of or something. Or maybe I'm mixing it up with another book. Because there's another one that's like a Robin Hood retelling that's a girl. I mean, so, what more do people need other than food in that time? Shelter? I don't know. Pretty much. It's a little bit of money, true. pay their taxes. Yeah. Some mutton for their table. I don't, Pretty much. I don't read it. I don't know. She, yeah. she was doing something with a bow and an arrow because it's on the cover, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> but also, it's been so long since either of us have read it, so we're doing such a great job of describing it. The cover is fabulous, though. I will say that. I'm very always impressed with that cover. It's one of those that you look at it and you just can't look away from it because the cover is so nice. Yeah, it's a good one. Okay. Um, Equestrian. I mean, we went with the obvious no-brainer, like, just came out a couple, like, a month or two ago. But the Winning the Gentleman by Christiane Hunter because yeah. the girl is like a jockey who is like racing on horses. She started <laughs> out as like a trick writer though. Yeah, that's or true. like a performer. I don't know if she was a trick writer in that time period. I don't think that would be classified, but like she yeah, was she performed that did like bareback trick type performances and then switched over to doing racing. So she was a equestrian woman of many talents she was it promises to be a whole series of horse filled fun 
<laughs> I well, like support the series has been good. The last one I didn't connect with as much as this one. And so I was really glad to kind of really connect with this one a little bit more. Yeah. I feel like Definitely. she focuses enough on the horses, but not so much that you're like, we get it. You did research. Um, <laughs> she weaves it in really well and it makes it interesting and like relevant to the story rather than kind of like just information dumping about horse equestrian. Yeah. Like you could tell she did her research, but you're not like, oh my gosh, you did your research. Right. Right. So it's a good balance. It and is. it's got her trademark humor and wit in there and romance. It's got all the things. Are you at all concerned about the next book? I'm not concerned. <laughs> I, I would say I'm like curious as to how it'll play out. We'll go with curious. <laughs> I say this to anyone who's listening that hasn't read the book because she picks, I believe, a very, um, in my opinion, it was a little surprising character to base the next book on. And it was more of a side character, but someone who at the end of the book, I was like, well, I don't really know how to take you. Um, but she has the capability of taking the character that even people don't like and redeeming them with their own story. So I by no means expect to not like it because she has proved me wrong in the past. And so I have learned not to judge before we read because she's capable of changing your mind. Yeah. And I don't think like, she wasn't like a character that you were like, oh my gosh, can you just go jump off the cliff, please? No. But it was just more of like, she was just like, slightly like I don't know about like maybe off-putting is the way to phrase it like she was just very like abrupt and like no nonsense which is a hard character for me to get behind and a little eccentric so, I think if I remember correctly. he was yeah so we'll see where that one goes but the whole series equestrian based definitely goes with our our <laughs> book choice our olympic choice um so Check it out if you're looking for something that centers around horses. Um, okay, climbing. Well, they, they apparently added climbing, <laughs> sport climbing or, or something it was called to the Olympics. I don't know when. We only know this because we giggled. <laughs> if it was this year, um, I'm looking it up just to make sure that we know what kind of climbing we're talking about. Um, so we were like, okay, we can do this. And I feel like the book that we picked, it's okay. I wrote it down. Silence by Danny Petri. Yeah. It's like, isn't she a professional? Like she climbs for like, not like for competition or anything, but like she does it with like the family's adventure stuff. She's the climber. Yeah, I think so. Um, I remember, it's been so long since I read that series, but I just remember them like climbing all over everything. Yeah, a lot of climbing. And of course, I'm sure with the climbing, someone probably falls and is in peril for a while. I feel like that is true. 
I mean, we could have also, I just thought of this, like the one Susan May Warren series. <laughs> I mean, the mountain, they got stuck on the mountain. Which one? That was... Chipping the dead the body race. out of the ice block. I'm not going to tell you who, so it's not a spoiler, but there is a big block of ice and someone is inside it. <laughs> That's another one that was coming. I just thought of that. I was like, wait a second. You were like saying like left in peril and I was just like immediately flashed to them being stuck on the map. Yeah. I feel like there have been several books that feature climbing. I don't know that they're coming to mind right now, but like I, and maybe it was the Danny Petri one, but I feel like they were like practicing in a climbing gym and then like going out and climbing up the, you know, the rocks and crevices and all that stuff. It is actually fairly stressful to me to read about climbing as opposed to like watching someone climb because it's almost like reading it in slow motion or something because you, they have to be so detailed with describing them climbing that you're kind of getting anxious as you're reading it to me. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Like, it doesn't, I don't get anxious, but like, I could see where, like, you're like, they're searching for like the next handhold. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like, if you watch it, they're just like, boom, 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 boom. Up, yeah, up. they're just climbing. I'm always waiting for them to fall. Even if it's not a moment of danger, I'm like reading it as if it's a moment of danger because yeah. I would be in danger <laughs> stepping foot on a rock. I just know I would just <laughs> fall. Yeah, so Pretty bad. much okay sailing sailing is an olympic sport apparently i looked it up it is. But um, i don't think i've ever watched it yeah they probably I, don't like it's not like a prime time one that you like actually care to see no. so they probably don't put it on like it's probably on one of the obscure channels that you can like also see olympic footage yeah It'd probably be cool to watch like a couple minutes and then you'd be like, okay, that's good. Yeah, we don't need to see you cross the rest of this whole large body of water. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, we picked Out of the Ordinary by Jen Toronto. Was that based on the, was there a boat on the cover? Is that... <laughs> <laughs> there was a boat on the cover, but like a large portion of it takes place on a yacht, which is where we. True. That's the one where like, the novella like the prequel novella of that series there was actually like a boat race or something i might be making it up but i could be right though there was a boat race in the prequel but yeah this is the one that takes place mostly on a yacht there's all kinds of hijinks and humor and i don't remember if there's is there animal hijinks in that one i can't remember there's usually animal hijinks in a Toronto, but I can't remember. I'm trying to think. I mean, I'm surprised there wasn't like a precocious fish that like comes out of the water or something, but. <laughs> that is really surprising. They're, they're like just this fish that like obsessively like yeah, tries follows, to loop onto the boat. Follows them around, takes it home as a pet or something like that. Totally what happened in a Toronto. Yeah. I don't know if there was an animal. It's been a while, but I wouldn't be surprised if there is one. There probably is. There's always an animal of some sort. <laughs> okay, boxing. This one's fun, too. We did have fun with the boxing. Um, there's probably a million other options, but the one that came to Abby's mind was perfect, and that was Manor for Sale, Baron Included. 
by Esther Hatch. Because first of all, that book is just amazing and funny and hilarious. Yes. But also like one of the major plot points is him teaching her how to box. And so it works. <laughs> and it's some of the best scenes. It's so great. It's like, he's so awkward and she's so uptight. I mean, it's comedic gold. Um, I don't, I think you have to go into that book like with the right mindset of he's like a lovable goof kind of thing. Yeah. Because uh, otherwise you might be like, what? what's even happening? What's with this guy? But <laughs> I didn't have any problems with him from like the first jump onto the pages. I loved him. And so those nice. scenes with the boxing were just great. I also loved that he, he was so friendly to her sister who has special needs and he included her. I mean, the, the boxing started with him teaching her how to box. Yeah. And um, it was really kind of a good way to see his personality play out because he was very much himself with the sister and show his like kindness and like just taking the time to spend time with her. Um, so yeah, it was great fun. And the little sister was, she was fabulous. I loved her. It's so hard. Like sometimes like the little sibling characters, you're always such like, shut up, go away. Like, right. But she was like, excellent. I loved her. <laughs> yeah. She wasn't one of those like throwaway siblings. She was no. very much a part of the book and it was great, especially with the boxing. Yeah. If you would have told me like boxing would be a favorite part of a book for me, I would have like laughed at you and thought you were stupid. But somehow Esther Hatch makes boxing the best part of the book it was great definitely a good choice for that one um shooting abby and i uh, went back and forth on this one because we thought that we were talking about the same book and we were wrong together it was pretty funny i still think i still think there's some merit to what we said i think like at some point the character we thought was a sniper does some shooting of some kind, but we were actually thinking of the Ronnie Kendig um, Storm Rising. What is that series even called? It's called the Book of the Wars. The Book of the Wars. So, Mercy, a character in that book, is a sniper. Yeah, and she utilizes her talents more than once to save all of the butts of all of the people in all the land because she's so good at her job yeah there will be so like so many times like maybe not so many times i could be exaggerating but i remember specifically like at least once but probably way more than that of being like there's absolutely no way they're gonna die and then all of a sudden like people just start dropping and it's because she has just showed up in the nick of time and you don't even know it, but she, she handled the problem. So. Got the lockdown. She would get the gold medal for sure. Definitely. She had a lot of emotional problems, but she could shoot like no one's business. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, as long as you can shut the emotions down to do your job, go ahead and have your emotions. <laughs> I think she was very professional when she was in her sniping mode. So. I, I feel like she could handle her business. 
um, yeah. that series is kind of it's military suspense, but it has some, you know, yeah, some slight sci-fi elements to it. Um, it's a there's a lot of action, a lot of characters, um, but Ronnie Kendig fans love. Her. Love so obsessed with it. Yeah, so obsessed with that series. Um, I really like the first one. It was really good, which is the one that she was introduced in. So yeah, if you're into fast-paced, stressful suspense, <laughs> check it out. Pick up Storm Rising, I think is the one we're talking about. Yeah. Um. Okay, basketball. This one's a bit of a stretch. I was going to say, we stretched real hard for basketball. <laughs> but the book was good, so it deserves to be listed. Anyways, that was The Dating Charade by Melissa Ferguson. Um, is he a professional basketball player? No. <laughs> Does he play basketball a lot? I don't think so. Does he play at least one, like, pickup basketball game at a gym? Yes. Or maybe a park. I don't know. I think it was a gymnasium. I feel like it was. Yeah. It's like one of those just like classic, like, oh, the guys are going to go hang out and shoot some hoops. Yeah. Type little, like, nobody knows what they're actually doing. Exactly. <laughs> but we're calling it for the sake of we needed something to fall under basketball. <laughs> and the book is good. There were rare moments in that book where the foster children were not present because I mean as a parent who is single um, yeah. you don't get a lot of free time I would think and so I remember him playing basketball because it was there one of kids. few moments where that was kind of how he blew off steam he took his break um whether what I think he played once with her could be but, i feel like there's a lot of those types of like random little basketball scenes in books yeah. that like they all blend together in my brain yeah. like i can think of like four other ones off the top of my head <laughs> well regardless i remember it because that's kind of where he like processed his thoughts and like you know yeah that kind of thing because the kids weren't around and it was his his time to blow off some steam so we got a picture of like his character and like his thoughts in those moments where he was just relaxing so it's a bit of a stretch, but he did play basketball. He did. We're calling it good. <laughs> um, swimming. This we, one, we had several options, but I think we landed on Deadly Isle, which is a novella by Danny Petri. Which. which. <laughs> She was swimming at the beginning, and that's... <laughs> she was swimming. I think she was trying to do some kind of race or competition. I don't know. Maybe that I was... Think it was, like, raining or something, because, like, wasn't yeah. there someone else, and then that person ended up not living anymore? Yes. <laughs> I I remember that. I'm like, <gasps> so... Like, you're, you're swimming with someone, and the next thing you know, they're not swimming with you anymore. <laughs> yeah. I think that's how it started off. And so that's why I remembered it. But really the whole Coastal Guardian series, well, whole, the two that we have, they're all, <laughs> they're all swimming all the time. Like this is their job. 
They're always in the water. It's not so. the same as the, the dive team investigation. It's actually like swimming. Yeah. So aren't they like the Coast Guard? Yeah. So, I mean, they do, I think they do some diving at some point. Yeah, but sure they do. Because it's, yeah, but there's a lot more swimming involved. <laughs> yeah, this is, a, this is what we think. <laughs> been a while on that one too, because it's been a long time since she could have book out. I'm, That's been. I'm ready. I'm ready for it when it comes. It's really till like next year. I think yeah. summer of year. Yeah. Which is more than ridiculous. I don't love that. No. I don't love it at all. Okay. Um, looking to see what we have left. Wait, did we do them all? Rowing. Did we do I was rowing? Say, we didn't do rowing. Here we go. Rowing and running, yeah. I think, are what's left. So rowing, we picked Can't Help Falling by Cara Isaac because... The guy is literally a, was he an Olympic rower? I feel like he might have, if not, like, whatever comes right before the Olympics. Like, maybe he was, like, trying to get ready, but, like, professional rower. So, for Great Britain, which, I mean, technically, we're Team USA in life, but in books, we like Britain a lot. Yeah, good. Whatever. We're friendly. But. That book was, he had like an injury or something that he was trying to come back from. Okay, yeah. So, because he was like doing like excessive training and like going a little bit overboard and people were telling him to like not go overboard. Yeah, and didn't he like hurt his like shoulder or something at some point doing something? Yeah, I think something like that. Like tried to hide it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I totally forgot he was a rower at all. I kind of I don't know why that has always stuck with me. Kara Isaac binge at some point, and so um, some of them kind of bleed together because I read them all like very close together. Yeah, that, that happens Narnia. sometimes. <laughs> Narnia one. Yes, which <laughs> you loved her um, looking for Narnia in every cupboard, didn't you? <laughs> I thought that that was weird, and I thought that she was a weirdo. Um, that was the reason I didn't love that book is because I have a hard time when characters do things in books that I'm like, absolutely no one is doing that in real life. Otherwise you're like a psycho <laughs> because who on earth just walks into an antique store, climbs into a cabinet and like sits there <laughs> weird. And she did it multiple times. Well, it's she not did like an antique store once and then she did it at his house another time. <laughs> In the middle of a party or something like weird but to be fair that time it was more about like needing a mental escape so like you can kind of give her a little bit of a, i mean it's a weird location for sure nope no pass given for me <laughs> i thought it was weird overall it was really good i liked that one and outside of the climbing into the wardrobes i did like as a growing up being obsessed with Narnia like all the nods to Narnia were fun those were good the like I said the only thing I didn't like was that she kept doing that and it was weird yeah so apart from that which I felt like could have definitely be edited out or done slightly differently so that she didn't come across as a weirdo 
Um, I thought that that book was really great because I really like her writing. So, but yeah, it didn't bother anyone else in my book club. I, I'll say that. Like, don't yeah. listen to this and be like, oh, if it's weird, I don't want to read it. It's, it bothered no one else. This is literally my thing. So, <laughs> so you didn't even bother like, me. I'm not being like, you'll think it's weird too. You probably won't. I did, but I'm very much in the minority and like, I'm happy to be so. Like, the book is great other than my weird thing with the cabinet. <laughs> but it was weird. Okay. I, I'm not saying it's not. It just didn't bother me. Right. And that's how they were too. They acknowledged like it was strange, but it really didn't affect like how they saw her or the book. So that was good because everybody loved it, which was what you want in a book club. Yep. Running. The least amazing physical activity and the history of existence. That's how I feel. I agree with you. I, I just like, I mean, I'm impressed when people can run really fast, but at the same time, I'm like, cool. Have fun with that. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I mean, I get it. Runners, it's like a thing. They're very passionate about it and I respect it. Anyone who's doing it, I just, I think that you either get it or you don't, and I don't get it, but I don't like disparage people that do it. I just sometimes think that they have a hard time understanding why people don't get it. And they, do. they don't understand why everyone doesn't want to run. They also feel like they need to coerce you into running. Um, maybe they don't get shin splints. I don't know, but. Or they just don't care when they get shin splints. I don't know. It's, it's not for me, I'll say that. Uh, we picked The Joy of Falling by Lindsay Harrell because they're training for this big monumental race. Yeah, that's somewhere sometime. specific. New Zealand. Okay. And it was supposed to be like in memory of someone that they were running this race or something, right? Yeah, their husbands. Yeah. So it was kind of like one of those, she was using it as like a, you know, moving past her grief, like acknowledging like this person and celebrating their life. And I don't know why the sister went along. She kind of hated it the whole time she was doing it. Well, it was like both of their, wasn't it both of their husbands had died? I have no idea. I feel like they both were widows. Yeah, maybe they died in the same accident. Yeah, I think so. So like one was just more gung-ho about doing it and getting the quote-unquote closure and the other one was like just doing it because the other one was like insisting upon it. Yeah. Because weren't they like, weren't they not actually sisters? They both married brothers, I feel like. Because remember like the mother-in-law I feel like I'm I don't know I feel like they married brothers and both brothers died that's possible I could be wrong I but because I don't think they were actually sisters I think you're right either way the training was long it was a very <laughs> emotional book um a lot of people loved that book because it was one of those like more like a women's lit type book it was definitely not a contemporary romance, in my opinion. 
no, I was definitely more into the women's fiction banner. Yeah. There was some romance, if you want to call it that, but it was definitely not a major focal point of the book. No, it wasn't a focal point. It was like a hint, a nod, maybe yeah. some kind of a handhold or a kiss at the end type situation, but not. Or we would like our romance like poured into the book. Right. We don't like sprinkles. We like to be doused. It definitely wasn't as focused on the romance, but it was one of those that was an, an emotional book and tons of people love that stuff. So yeah. There you go. And it was a lot about running and training. There was a lot. A it lot definitely makes you feel really lazy as you sit there reading about them running. It really does. I would like be reading and be like, I need to go work out or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you would be like, he would like be reading and be like, I'm going to go sit on my bike while I read this. Yeah. I can't handle this without doing something physical activity wise yeah. all right that's all I got that's all we, that's all we could think of I'm sure that there's more sports to pair with books but this is all we were capable of doing in the moment and hopefully they gave you at least a chuckle because else. or maybe gave you something good to read yeah while you watch the olympics because there's while lots of commercial breaks olympic themed reads for the next couple weeks we can go for the gold ha ha <laughs> wow yep it's about time we end this episode before the bad <laughs> and on that note we are. notes thanks for joining us hopefully you made it through the episode and hopefully we'll be back next week with something that's a lot more um i don't know exciting planned out <laughs> take your pick of adjectives <laughs> Oh, all right. We will chat with you next time. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can find us on Instagram at basically bookish podcast. Hope you have a great day and we'll chat with you next time.